101 Answers from the Universe by Holly Hall. This is the second part of 101 Answers from the Universe. Introduction. I've had many people say to me, I'm not coming back. I reply, yes you are. Until all of us have risen above this greed and need for self-satisfaction, we are all coming back. Just maybe not here. More on that later. Act like a monk. Live like a pauper. Idealistically, yes. Realistically, no. The universe requests all of us to work towards living in this way. Interesting, it does not mean the destination is that you are poor as a church mouse or cross-legged in meditation all day long. It can lead to the most self-satisfying life, full of riches, travel, and most of all, a peaceful inner calm. It is my firm belief, which is a Buddhist philosophy, that many of us cling desperately to the desire for happiness as we attempt to rid the sadness that plagues us, constantly searching for anything that will distract us to create a short-lived high. When in fact, this endless search is the very reason that we are not happy. I often enjoy my low days. I honor them, and I use them as an opportunity to learn more about who I am and how I interact with life. The world is full of temptations, and it is extremely addicting. With Every excuse for a quick fix. Many of us will use books, movies, food, drugs, supplements, and more to escape the construct of our minds. All of this is to quench our thirst for happiness that is not real. Oh no, don't misunderstand me. I know happiness is a reality, as everyone can achieve this state of euphoria. However, it is not to be found outside of you. Yes, as a human, it's not an easy task. Not even for myself. Even those who are highly spiritual cannot hide from the human body and the human mind and its senses unless you are to hide in a monastery on a monastery, or in the woods, without the influence of the Western world and consumerism, it is quite difficult to escape desire. Every day we consume and continue to fall victim to our emotional and psychological hunger. This book and its channeling will dispel your limiting beliefs and organize a new construct that will in inspire you, educate, and reform you. It simply is powerful, to say the least. I am not proclaiming to have perfected any of all of these. No, not at all. But I do live towards that means. My passion, mission, meaning in my life is to help many who want to, to move forward, to move towards this as quickly as possible. And the only way I can resolve or evolve my inner demons is to know my mission and to proclaim my destiny. You will discover as you read this book that without form we are space and we are within that energy field of everything. Space is everything. This is a very peaceful place to be. We can experience this space through silent meditation. Each silent pause between every thought and often when we zone out 
We are one, and one is all at the same time. I'm going to interrupt the book, and I'm going to mention that only the listeners will hear, because it is not in the book as of yet. I have a little secret that I love to do throughout my days in order to find this silent space. And I know everyone experiences this. So here we go. If you or have you ever walked into a room and wondered, what was I coming here for? What was I going to do? Why am I here? And you get that confused blank uh, thought or thinking. It's not even a thought or thinking. You're just confused at why you're here. Now, many will become disturbed, frustrated, uh, trying to fit what's wrong with me or trying to figure out what they were doing here or walk into another room to, to, you know, usually that stimulates the frontal cortex of the brain to tell us why we did go into the next room. But I don't want you to do that. I want you to stop and just sit with that nothingness that I don't know why I'm here and I don't care. I'm just going to sit with that absolute blank nothingness. It might only be a few seconds, but it's bliss. And every time that happens, I don't care if it happens 10 times a day or 10 times a week or once a week. Use that opportunity of nothingness to be nothing. Okay? All right. So let's continue. We are one and one is all at the same time. However, we do enjoy being contained in form where we can express ourselves creatively through movement, choice, and feelings and connection via the body and the mind and the spirit. Only in a living form, such as human, can we achieve this. A form in a human body, much of our projection is within our minds and our brain. All layers of the dimensions are accessed within the mind. Dimensions spoken in the context. So I am told, okay, so spirit has told me this, are from one to nine. After nine, it is limitless, endless. One to three is focused on the body, learning the basic needs and expression as a human being. In one to three, we have less choices. Once in spirit form, one has to return immediately. We are led more by the animal instinct, survival is important, and the focus is on the self. So many of us come back to earth in this one to three dimension several times, thousands of times. Many of us are here now in this dimension, but all of us have experienced these dimensions in past lifetimes. Now we've got four to six are when we are learning to think outside of ourselves, comfort, nurture, and serve others, understanding the heart center. When in spirit form, while in the four and six dimensions, one has more choices and can stay in a heaven place longer before returning. Then there's seven to nine are the dimensions where one is in more spiritual form. Understanding that when in human form, one must seek perfection 
sorry, seek purification and evolve. In spirit form, you have many choices of utopias. You can be a guide for a short time, possibly for those you have loved before you departed and choose when to come back. Now remember, this may become confusing for you. The dimensions, you are living those dimensions in solid form when you are in human form, but you are also living those dimensions, the restrictions and the advantages when in spirit form as well. The requirement is to rise above throughout the dimensions. After the ninth, there is an endless amount of dimensions. We strive to be in these dimensions that are the most peaceful without limitations so we can express our being in any way we wish without harm, psychologically, mentally, emotionally, or physically. We are living in a challenging and confusing time, yet with as much abundance and advanced technology to have all that we desire. But does it have to be at a price? At the cost of our planet's health, our welfare, and the imbalance of those who prosper and who do not, the haves and the have-nots? No, it does not. In 2020, remember this was written in 2029, we will unveil all the questions which lead to answers and they are all revealed in this book. Questions that ask about the meaning of life, why are we here on earth, why now, with these people in these countries, why in this particular body and why for only for a few years and yet some of us many decades? How long do we have to recover from the damage we have made in our world? Is there a life after death? Is there reincarnation? What are the physics of who we are? Is there a God or source? How can we find true love? Are there soulmates? What is the fastest way to evolve? How can one find abundance? Is law of attraction real? How can I make a difference? How can I discover my mission and find happiness? And so much more. This book is filled with questions and reading it will deliver you the answers in a simple and yet detailed fashion. You're encouraged to read this book often as a reminder and universal trick this is a trick for you, after you read it, is to open the book at random pages, close your eyes, point at any part of the page and read it. It will deliver you what you need to hear that day or an answer you are looking for. I'm not a physicist or a theologist or a guru of any kind. I'm a regular person who has studied philosophy, psychology, astrology, and intuition, and my hobbies are art and physics. I have helped thousands upon thousands of people with my ability to tap into the universe collective mind. As I began my journey many years ago, many of my clients would say, you are psychic. How do you know this? It is like you have a camera in my house. Stories would come to my mind that I'd tell them as an example, as a teaching, and they would say more often than not, that literally happened to me, Holly. How would you know that? Astrology is an amazing tool. I, One I never fully understood. I mean, I can read it and translate it with accuracy. But how do these planets in our galaxy tell me who you are and what your best dates are to achieve these goals? 
what I know is that it works. It has been for the past several years. As I watch the works of scientists like Nassim Haramein and Greg Braden, as they have formulated an understanding of how we are connected to the universe, that I have come to a greater understanding now. What I can say is that I do have a very close relationship with the universal mind, and it, it does speak to me constantly. Most importantly, I hear it, I interact. All of us are entangled with this energy field. If you are informed, you are and have no choice but to be connected. Many thought leaders, physicists, and scientists have found and discovered that we have been here as a human race from simplicity to modern technology at least four to five times. We have destroyed our civilization each time with greed and hate. Until we get it right, we will keep returning, but we have to evolve as a collective. You can get it right, and you may earn a better life if you so choose, but all of us have to acquire this together in order to find nirvana. I was born a Roman Catholic, and as I matured, I found it difficult to believe in God. Therefore, I had many questions around this topic. Therefore, I had to ask. I was surprised by the answers I received. And you will see the answers, hear the answers that I have received in the first chapter of the first several questions. To the reader, please take note that universal mind consciousness does not rely on a language as we do. Therefore, it understands that many of us have different words for the same concept. In many instances throughout this book, you will read a reference to God, source, universal mind, etc. It is up to your discretion to choose which one resonates most with you. There is no right or wrong. Quote from the universe. You are but a caged animal, force-fed by the establishments of your captors. Many choose the hand that feeds them, many do not. Choose if you can, and choose consciously. Love the universe. This is a metaphor and a powerful one. At that, a caged animal trapped in the kind confines of a belief system that one must consume what the organizations or institution tricks one into believing, creating a hunger that never existed before, feeding us what we conceive to be a need, a.k.a. consumerism, brackets, as in economy theory, brackets. Noun, the theory that an increasing consumption of goods is economically beneficial. I sat in a meditation and, and contemplation. I asked questions. Some questions were asked by people like you. Most questions were suggested to me by the universal consciousness. In this book, we explore God, Creator, Source, and why there is suffering, relationships, issues, parenting, soulmates, and twin flames, past lives, karma, war, politics, global issues, food and nutrition, and history, the present and the future. And are we in trouble? How much time do we have? How can we survive this? Is there life on other planets? Why are we here? What is our destiny? As their angels and are there angels and guides and so much more? This is not about judgment, shaming or perfection. I am the author. I received this information as a download. As I wrote this, it was easy for me to slip into, I'm not perfect enough. I'm ashamed. And the feeling of utter shock. It was concerning and yet at the same time, it was pleasantly engaging and enlightening. More than ever, I feel that 
the support that I, that all of us have and the connection that all of us have, I now fully understand the guidance that we have if we could just make different choices. I have made many changes in my lifestyle in the past several years and I educate myself daily. It's kind of a hobby of mine. However, after writing this, I see that I have a long way to go. Supply and demand is a powerful construct. If you do not demand it, companies will stop supplying it. It is clear that if all of us would make gradual changes in any area mentioned in this book, we would succeed to saving our planet and our race collectively. We do have strengths in numbers. In 2020, we will witness the power of the people. Read the book anytime you need to be reminded of how powerful we are. Love is the potential to evolution, purification, and more love. Love begets love. Fear is a portal of disillusionment and perfection, and more fear. Fear begets fear. And P.S. to the reader, please read the book prior to this in order to understand the below context. Next, we will discuss in the beginning the first test. Ten questions are around source versus God versus universal consciousness. Namaste.